imagine uh being on a flight okay and the unthinkable is happening it is it's dropping rapidly out of the sky and if you're on an airplane listening to this right now i'm sorry for that previous part but now you'll laugh okay so you're free falling in the sky out of the sky you're thinking you're saying goodbye to all your loved ones in your head you're praying for the first time since you were a little kid okay now's the funny part but then the pilot comes over the loudspeaker, and in this exact voice, you hear, oh, no, no, mayday, mayday, oh, jeez, oh, Louise, where are you going now? Oh, no. <laughs> it's Captain Aziz Ansari, and was he sorry? I think he was. Did he have to be sorry? I think he had to be exactly sorry, and you're listening to a podcast that comes out Every single Wednesday, and honey, it could only be called one thing. Blake's takes for God's sakes. Blake's takes for God's sakes. That's what you're listening to right now. Thank you, Frankie. By the way, to all you suckers and suckettes, what if I thought that that was was necessary to gender the term sucker? Or, let's take it a step further, is the word sucker already gendered i don't think it is i don't think it is which makes it even funnier so shout out to all my suckers and suckettes down on down on the street where i grew up not to give a fuck it's really sad that is the roots not really not really i took a couple of libertés there but Let's just say we have we have a lot to get to. I'm Blake Wexler, by the way, and you, this is my this is my podcast. I think this is this format that I'm doing defies genre. It defies gravity, also, and by that I mean it has too much. The information in here is grave, and that's also where I'm going to take all my secrets. I'm going to take them to the grave. So we got a couple things to talk about today. I want to talk about Lord of the Rings. I want to talk about the show uh, where everyone has sex with their family members on HBO. I want to talk about, I never clarified the title of it. You know which one I'm talking about. We all know which one. Boy, am I fucking I'm a little tired. I'm going to be honest. Now, last time I said I was a little tired, I had the COVID-19 virus, but I don't think that's happening this time. I think what happened is Butch over here, what a great name that is, Butch. Yo, this is my buddy Butch. It's like, what the fuck? If Butch isn't 6'3", 260, with the traces of a mustache, honestly... What is your real name? I would say that I would say back to that person. Hey, my name is Butch. What is your real name? <laughs> that would be a very funny response. Um, 
so we're, we're talking Butch. We're touching Butch Husky. The name, there was a baseball player, this is true, you can look it up, no bit, named Butch Husky, which is two terms that are actually quite not nice terms. Butch is a, is a derogatory term, uh, or, or can be, or depending on who's using it. Does that make sense? Um, saying that someone's more, uh, you know, beefy, masculine. And Husky means like oh this guy's a little husky he's a little a uh, little little bit of a chode i uh, to use a medical term and but to have a baseball player named butch husky like is sick you know like it's like oh like what's your name chode thick cock it's like oh okay <laughs> what position do you play i uh, don't say catcher and you can't say pitcher either it is right field interesting there is no wrong field but there is a right field. And we'll be right back, everybody. You're listening to 66.6, The Six, live on 66.6666 FM. There is no wrong field, but there is a right field. That's very interesting. That is very interesting. Now, I do have a lot to talk about today. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to all the Patrons who joined Low T this past week. I would I would even go so far to say that that was on Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I would even I would I would even go that fucking far. Uh it was a great time. All joking aside, I know I'm very rarely sincere on this thing, but sincerely it's great to talk to you all. It, it it's just really fun cuz it's easy, you know? It's like, "Oh, I um, it's like talking to friends on a Zoom. It's like catching up with friends because there's such a, a shorthand there. So thank you to uh, those who joined. If you would, and by the way, can we, I'm sorry, what was it called? Low tea, low tea, low tea, low tea. It's Thursday at 9 p.m. EST. Low T, low T, low T, low T. It's nice to see my Patreon besties. Good God, I love that track. Can I tell you, that was uh, obviously Frankie and Co, by the way. Franklin and Co is... God, I don't know if it's still around. It was one of my favorite places to go to in L.A. It was on Franklin Avenue, uh, right next to the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, which I'm not sure if that's even open anymore. These these Upright Citizens are downright fucking blasphemous, I found. You know what I believe happened to that? So the UCB was uh, discovered as just a quick fucking catch up for all of you the ucb was an improv comedy theater discovered uh, named after the improv comedy troupe the upright citizen brigade which consisted of say it with me amy pilar matt walsh uh the one who's condescending and ian roberts who's i think he's funny too i cannot think of his name I cannot think of his name. What if you just heard me just like, hold on one sec, and just my, like, uh, Jarek, would you mind just... 
spanking the living shit out of me right now. And you just heard hand on ass over and over and over again. And you're listening to Blake's takes for God's sakes. But I'm not completely sure how. Oh, I do know how I got on this topic. So anyway, UCB uh, opened up. They had uh, like a touring company. Think Citizens. Oh, we'll do it again. Think Second City. A lot of city going on in these fucking... Maybe that's the problem with improv. Not that it's rarely any good. It's that it's city is in too many of the... Too many of the names of the troops. By the way, I have a sticker on the back of my car. It says support the troops, but it's T-R-U-P-E-S for improv troops. <laughs> Can someone please design that? I'm not kidding. Why would I be kidding? Well, it's because I ribbit, 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 ribbit. Oops, sorry. A horny, a a fucking horned frog just came in here. You know about those? Do you? A horned frog? Look it up. It's a fucker. It is. That's how big a horned frog is. I know a lot about animals. I'm not kidding. So anyway, support the truth. Can somebody please make a like a banner? I'll. I'll like I'll I'll throw you some money for it even if it's good. Okay? If it's not good, you're going to make me have such an uncomfortable conversation. I could honestly probably even make it. It's just a bumper sticker. It says support the troops, T R U P E S, and then have like the UCB logo, the Second City logo, the IC, what is it called? Improv Olympic logo on it. And what's another famous improv troupe? Who gives a shit? So, um, and support the troops is so funny. So can somebody please remind me of this? Because every once in a while I get down in the dumps because I don't think I'm funny anymore, but I do look good. So that's all we need. Everybody take a breath. It's been a hard week. Okay. By the way, I'm recording this on a victory Monday, but we'll get more into that in a few minutes. So I redact that. Ribbit. Ribbit. <laughs> Ribbit. So the improv upright improv theater, Upright Citizens Brigade, opened up. I believe they had at least two to three in New York. And then they had two in Los, I think they had three in New York, and then they had two in Los Angeles. They had the one, which actually were within walking distance from one another, which doesn't necessarily make too much sense. But one was a theater slash uh, educational venue where you could take improv classes. At that theater, I recorded my second ever album, Stuffed Boy, and it. I don't like that album that much. And it's because the theater sucked. So, <clears throat> not because my material wasn't there. No, it, it sounds weird. The, the way the theater was built was fucking bizarre. But then they started getting the UCB. I don't know if they got lawsuits against them, but they were at the very least accused of um, pushing or suppressing diverse voices there. And then I think what happened is that the people who own Matt something. No, that's not it. Um, the people who own Upright Citizen Brigade are so famous and successful. They're like, I don't feel like dealing with this anymore. And now I think it's just in limbo. So I don't think any of them are open. I know all of the ones in New York are closed. 
or at least I think they are. <laughs> it's like, so you don't know then. And then I think the other ones, I believe the UCB closed on Sunset, but I, I, don't, I don't I don't know what's going on with the one on Franklin, which is such a bummer because the UCB on Franklin was one of my favorite places to perform. Um, actually, I'm going to look that up right now. Hold on. Well, 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 if it isn't me, incorrect again. So yeah, it's uh, the one on Franklin is open. And so you can go go see a show there if you live in Los Angeles. So it was one of my favorite venues to perform in. And that's where the old, uh, the iteration of Put Your Hands Together was, which was hosted by River Butcher and Cameron Esposito. Awkward! <laughs> and then uh, I, I think they're both very happy and good. So, um, but those lineups were absolutely fucking insane where... While I was, I mean, the people I performed with on those shows were Judd Apatow, Bobcat Goldthwait, uh, Gerard Carmichael, Aziz Ansari, actually, Bob Oden, did I say Bob Odenkirk already? Bob Odenkirk. It was, like, Conan O'Brien would do shows there. It was absolutely, not, like, Paul F. Tompkins was on every single show I did there. So, it was uh, Sarah Silverman. Unreal absolutely unreal shows and uh yeah they were an absolute blast so and what i liked about that venue the most it was so intimate and there's crowd on your sides on your side too so they're on the stage with you there's like three rows on your right and left as if you're the performer and they're on the stage with you which i I love having an audience as close to me as possible so when i yell i can spit all over them and, and that's, that's, I hear the feeling is mutual. I cannot confirm it. And also, to be completely honest, I will not confirm it. I cannot, I will not, and I, I shall not perform unless I can confirm it. So, confirm it, the frog. Have you heard of him? The guy just needs affirmation constantly. He just needs to be, like, confirm it, the frog. That's, that is actually something that, to me, sounds very funny. Because it's a combination of a phrase and a person, or in this case, a frog's name. And that's very funny to me all the time on paper. However, this time, I don't find that too funny, do I? I don't find it very funny at all. Confirm it? The frog. Confirm. Affirm. What is the one when you're sick? Infirm. Infirm it? Infirm it, the frog, is a frog who's always sick. That frog, oh, God, here comes infirm it, the frog. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, fucking cover your frog mouth. A, and, and here's the thing about that. Something that I think, I don't know if this is talked about enough. I don't know if it's talked about too much. But a frog is... In this current COVID-19 landscape is uniquely qualified to cover his mouth because he has a webbed hand. Is that are you even fucking listening to this stuff? I want to just dig into a bag of baked lays. Anyone else? Have you is there any sort of chip less exciting than a bag of baked lays? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
just a fuck. There's plenty of chips without oil in them. You know what I mean? But they don't have to just be like, just don't make them, right? Just make a cracker. Because the chips that they have are almost more cracker than chip. Have you had a baked Lay's? You know what I'm talking about? It's The texture is like fucked up. And I don't even like to swear. And yet here I am using the language of Hades. Hades. Oh, it's Hades night. Because we're going to go to hell. Now ring the bell. So... Confirm at the frog. Burn in Hades. But I just don't understand, because no one was like, hey, hey, Frito-Lay. Does Pepsi own them? I believe they do. Can I tell you something? Uh, actually, let me, let me finish one fucking thought on this goddamn podcast. Can I tell you something? That's what this. That's what this podcast should be called. Can I complete a thought? Not will I, because that infers that it's up to me. You know what I mean? Can I complete a thought? No, I can't. Do you remember those things where it was this phrase where, like, or, or this, I don't know if it was a phrase or a movement or a fad, a phase, that's what it is, in when I was younger. It must have been in middle school, and... It was when kids would trick you into saying, like, fucked up stuff. Where I remember someone was like, hey, uh, say mother may I and then spell the word cup. And I was like, all right, mother may I see you pee? And they were like, oh, my God, you want to see your mother pee? And I was like, no. And they were like, well, that's what you just said. And I was like, well, I didn't mean it. And then they just pulled my underwear so far up it disappeared into my butt. They called it a Wexler wedgie where I'm from. Maybe they called it that where you're from as well. I don't know each one of you personally. Actually, I think I might, to be completely honest, if you look at the listenership of this podcast. So, they just didn't have to make bake lays. That's the biggest, that's the most annoying thing about this. There was no edict. There was no movement to say hey you need to make baked lays it just didn't happen that's just not the case i ate like such a fucking animal yesterday i i i have to tell you about it so i ordered because the eagles were often so so far this season i've gone to every home game oops which is just two and they won them both and then the two away games I had watched with my at my friends' places. Chris and Mike, there's your shout out. And they're separate people. Kristen Mike. Kristen Mike. And then also my friend Chris. <laughs> uh but this one I was home. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want to drink today. So it's, I need to destroy myself in some sort of way. So the food I I ate ten wings and a whole pizza by myself. Is that normal? Does someone who's in control do something like that? I don't think they do. What was on the pizza? Great question. Margarita pizza. Because I, I just felt like, a, I just it just feels like a party, right? Half 
pepperonis. Half sausage. Sounds delicious, right? It was. The wings, I'm not even a really big wing fan. I think I've talked about this on here before, but I prefer a boneless because it is just easier. You don't have to navigate it, and it's a lot cleaner, you know? And I know this is going to sound like, I'm going to sound like Mehmet Oz over here, but you could eat it with a fork and dip it so they don't get all over your little fingies. It's an option. Jesus. So I live in, uh, at the moment, I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and it is obviously a battleground state. There's a lot, uh, there's two massive elections going on in a couple weeks in uh, November where it's uh, for the governorship, which is uh, Doug Mastriano, who is an actual fucking sociopath versus Josh Shapiro, who's the Democratic candidate. And again, you never know how these things are supposed to go. That one, I like knock on wood, Shapiro is supposed to win that one pretty handedly because the Republicans have their candidates so fucking crazy. Again, these things, I don't trust polls, right? Because it's not cool to say that you're voting for, no matter who you are, like that you're voting for that guy. You know, so people are gonna lie when they leave the when they leave the old polling platform there. Also, I if you're if you're in Pennsylvania listening to this, you can register for vote by vote vote vote, vote by mail. And I used to do this in L.A. every single year. You can vote by mail for no reason. You can just register to vote by mail. My reason is that I don't like waiting in line. Okay, so that was my reason. That's why I'm choosing vote by mail because I don't like waiting in line. I actually don't think I've ever gone. No, that's not true. I was about to say, I don't think I've ever gone to a polling place in my fucking life. But I believe I went to vote for Obama in the primary in which, no, because he wouldn't have run for. He ran against Hillary in that first one. What was that? 08? 2012? I guess this was the 2012 election. Yeah, because I was living on top of a hill in a box. I was living in a living room um, in the Hollywood Hills. So what a what a roller coaster that is. Hey, Blake, where do you live? I live in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, my God. Tell me about your place. Well, it's, uh, let me see. About my place? I have roommates. Oh, okay. That's, that's all right. So, you know, it's obviously... Hard to afford property up there, and well, they're two of my best friends. Well, that's great. So it's not two strangers. That's not weird. It's it's a really cool, you know, system you have going on there where you can afford a place that is that would otherwise be unaffordable. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So like, what's your room like? Like, is your you know like oh oh my room? So you know, it's a uh, it mostly consists of a large curtain, and I'm sorry, what a large curtain. Oh, like 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 blackout curtains on your on your windows. When I'm sorry, did you say windows? Window. There's a window. Oh, so where's this curtain come into play? That's the wall. The curtain is my wall. Huh. Uh. All right. And then there's a head. I've had to. Where my head goes is where the bar would be. Uh, into the kitchen like where you would serve through the hole 
you know what I mean? Like a little headspace in between the counter and what would be the living room or the dining room. Yeah, that's where my bed is. So I've covered up that hole with a big piece of plywood. But if I'm lucky in the morning, I can hear my roommate spread butter with a butter knife over the crumbs of a toast. And that's what I wake up to. God, that was crazy. I still can't believe I did that for, oh, what, a year? No, two years. It was at least two years. Did I ever tell you about that place? So I, all bits aside, I, all bits inside should be the name of this pod, baby. So I did live in a living room. I, I know I've talked about this before, but I lived in a living room where um, my roommates had the bottom floor. It was like a nice condo in the Hollywood Hills, but I lived in a living room because I didn't really have steady enough work at that point, which is like crazy. I think I was like 23, maybe it's pretty old, 22, 23. I was, it was definitely not 22. It was definitely older than that. <laughs> I think it was 23. Look at the size of that squirrel running by me. And I, it was a two floor condo. So downstairs was the bathroom. There was one bathroom for the entire place, so that was in the hallway downstairs. And then coming off that hallway, there were the steps that led up to the second floor where I lived, and then there were the two bedrooms. And upstairs, there was the living room and a kitchen. And I, uh, with the help of my dear friend Todd Glass and a couple of day laborers that we paid, we hung a massive stage curtain from the Hollywood Improv up one of their old ones up in the living room so I had complete privacy because I was like hidden behind this massive stage curtain but then we also had to block out the side of it uh or the place like where the bar is leading into the kitchen so visually you couldn't see me do anything but the issue was uh you can still hear and smell everything so the privacy was weird where if someone like started playing video games I could just hear it very loudly in my room and the smell issue was even crazier because if someone woke up early and like made coffee, then it wouldn't, I mean, coffee seeps through floors and doors anyway, but I would literally just be woken up by the smell because the smell of coffee, it will just wake you the fuck up. Speaking of, I got to make myself some, some coffee. God, that sounds good. I'm going to drink coffee like a son of a bitch. I'm just going to fucking just open my mouth like a python, wrap it around my mug, like unhinge my jaw, wrap, just wrap my lips around the mug, and just quickly snap my head backwards and swallow all the coffee in one gulp. God, they call me one gulp Wexler. Have we, have we, is that another thing we haven't talked about on here? Because that hasn't, that needs to come up. Now, I do want to talk about something. So this is a victory Monday. And you know what? I'm going to talk about my... Well, I'm going to take a quick break, all right? I'm going to take a quick break so I can talk to you about... Uh, oh, my... I'm going to talk to you about my schedule right now. And it's about... I'm, I've am i overwhelmed myself with superfluous activities that don't actually help in life and don't actually make me... They actually cost me money, to be completely honest. But they do bring me an, a, a, a profound joy. And I also have uh, some new stand updates to announce. So we're going to do that in a moment. I'm going to take a quick Blake break, and we will be right back. You're listening to 95.5 The Dive. Blake is really 
Hey, sweetheart. So uh, oh, I am I am back. Now, here's the thing. Oh, first of all, let's do this. Okay, December. And you know what? You know what we should start with before we do September and or December? Because September is gone, so I'm not going to do that at all. First, I want to say November 12th. I'm going to be in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm going to repeat that one more time. I'm going to be at Model Face Comedy in Asheville, North Carolina. I've been wanting to perform in Asheville, no exaggeration, for for four years. No, for like a, ever since I started doing stand-up, I remember there was this comedy festival there that like I, I think early on I thought I could get into, but like my tape was too bad. Maybe I did get into it and I just didn't go. Uh, but it was called Laugh Your Asheville Off. Do you get it? Do you get it? Lash, lash, lash out in Asheville was the name of it. No, it was called Laugh, Laugh Your Asheville Off. And I never ended up doing it because I think I couldn't afford to do it. But then I got a, I've been trying to fill in because I lost those St. Louis dates. So... By the way, I don't have new dates for that yet. I apologize um, to Alicia and Jerry in particular, and not necessarily in that order. Okay, is it Alicia or Alicia? <sighs> Fucking beats the shit out of me with a goddamn stick. That's that's a phrase that it is funny that there are certain phrases. Also, by the way, let me say this: on December seventeenth, I'm going to be at Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. That's a headlining gig. And then on January 5th, not 6th, God forbid I have an alibi for that date, uh, I will be at Helium, Philadelphia, my home comedy club. And then in late February, it looks like I'm going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio, and also in January, I believe I might be in Minneapolis. Minneapolis, California. No, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota is where I'm going to be. So, those are my dates coming up. Now, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I I think we're all busy people, you know? And and I think it's all one of my biggest pet peeves and I think I've done this in the past, so I'm hyper aware of it is to behave like your schedule is busier than another person's and I think it, that's because Nothing generally nothing sets another person off than someone thinking that they're better than them, that their time is more valuable than theirs. That's a huge one for me. For it's when someone thinks their time is more valuable than mine. It's just something that absolutely makes me snap. Like I would rather someone be like, "Oh well, I make more money than you." I'd be like, okay, but if they're like, oh, I, my time, I'm sorry, my time, this this time doesn't work for me. Oh, sorry, can I go ahead of everybody? It's my time, and I'm just like, you fucker. It's the same thing at the airport. When I see someone cutting in line because they're late for their flight, well, let me ask this in the form of a question. If you, and, and you know what I'm talking about, right? You're in line at security at the airport. And then there's people who say, hey, hey, sorry, can, can I go? And they're like pushing through to get to the front of the line because they're running late. What percent of the time do you think they're running late for a legitimate reason? And I'm going to be honest. The way I figure this out 
is purely by the eyeball test. It's like, does this person look like they're busy? Or look like something, you know, like, I think there's a certain vibe of someone who, like, oh, sorry, I fucked up again. You know, like, that's the vibe I generally get when somebody is pushing past people to get through the security line. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It's just like, I do this all the time, and I'm probably going to get away with it again because I do things like this. Like, that drives me absolutely nuts. But then when you see, I think often if I see, like, two parents and a younger kid pushing through line, I'm like, oh, they probably are, they, they, it was probably delayed because the kid did something. Does that make sense? So it's like, all right, whatever. And by the way, I don't even like, I generally hate parents. I think parents are the most boring fucking people. I'm, I'm generalizing here, but they, they always, like, act like their kid is that you should give a fuck about their kid. And it's like, why? I didn't sign up for this fucking kid. You know what I mean? And they're often not good parents. It's like, you're. why are you letting your kid wander around a restaurant? What are you, fucking sick? You think he's the mayor? Or it's like, or you think he's a, a fucking Hall of Fame third baseman who's wandering around shaking hands at his own steakhouse? It's like, no, get your fucking kid away from my table. I'm not babysitting your kid. You know what's gonna happen next time? Like, like a, a four-year-old runs up to my table, like, and the parents not watching them. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, here's a fork. Go have fun with it." <laughs> Can you imagine what do we look like? Because you know what I'm talking about. When people, like, when parents have their kids at a restaurant, okay, and and it doesn't even have to be a nice restaurant. You know, even if this was like a fucking chilies or an applebee's or something i'm sitting there and i'm eating my goddamn appetizers my mozzarella sticks my sample plate um and a kid runs up and is like like just staring at me and like running around and shit at this restaurant it's like what if i was like hey 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 buddy hey buddy come here come here here's a fork and i hand them a fork and like go run around with this have at it not a knife okay but also not something that is harmless does that make sense? Just a child. Like, I'm sorry, sir. Did you just, did you just hand my child a fork? Did I just hand your child a fork? Are you really asking that? Yeah, I just handed your child a fucking fork. Oh my god, he could run and poke his eye out. Oh, that's interesting. Is that my problem? Am I an accessory now? Because you treat your child like an accessory, but worse. Because at least with a watch or a necklace, you fucking keep that thing on your person all the time. fascinating when i get political i don't want to get political but how are you so um god that drives me nuts or okay so back to the lion thing okay so if i see that being said you just heard how much i hate parents so i don't even feel bad about like the kid it's not the kid's fault the kid doesn't know any better it's bad parents so generally i'm one to assume parents like that are fucking idiots however I do still understand that having a child can delay you for no reason, okay? Now, here's the here's another thing. If someone's pushing through security, okay, and they're... So, back to the, the, the offender. If they're just like, oh, sorry, sorry. If they're calm, then I'm like, oh, fuck this person. Like, they don't deserve to come through. If they look haggard, like, if they just look fucking beat, 
just just tense angry i'm like come through come right through you know what let me carry your bag for you and then i'll actually go back to my place in line i'm not even trying to cut let me carry your bag for you up to the front and then i'll bid you farewell okay let me untie your shoes for you and take them off and carry let me you want to you want to jump on my back because a haggard looking person who's running late it's like yo this person has gone through hell today and this is not their fault or if there's like a, an open head wound. Generally, I'm like, actually, don't don't come near me. Come back. Go, 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 go. Just get, just go, just go. Uh, in addition to that, I want to say, in addition to that. So here's, here. Uh, that was my stand-up schedule. Now, I want to say it's something that I've done to myself. And this, this is funny. This hasn't happened for a very long time. <clears throat> this actually, I don't think has happened since my wife and I have been dating. Where there are multiple philadelphia sports teams that are good at the same time now i am a massive we all know this a massive massive sports fan and the i watch the every single eagles game and it's like non-negotiable like it i will i plan travel around it like if i'm doing stand-up in a city and it's like oh hey like you have to try travel back on sunday i either regardless of what the price differential is i either fly out very early so I can be back in front of a TV for a game, or I fly out very late so I can watch the game in that city that I'm in, rather than sightsee and see this place that I'll probably never go back to in my life. That's actually no, and I realize that's insane that I do that, but it's just how I operate. It makes me happy. So that's what I do with Eagles games. I have to watch every single Eagles game, and that's like a th- that's like a four hour commitment once a week, but every single night. So with baseball. Um, a ba- baseball has a 162 game season. So basically like a third of the year is being taken up over a third by baseball. Okay. Is that true? Does that math work? Yes. It's being taken up by baseball. Um, then there's also Sixer, the Sixers, which is basketball. They play 82 games, which is so many games. And then you have the Flyers who I watch intermittently. So, and then also English Premier League soccer, which I watch Saturdays early in the morning. And then I've gotten into FC Porto because my wife and I spent time in Porto for our honeymoon. So now I watch them when they're on TV. So I have all these, I don't watch college football. That's all day on Saturday. So that's good. I don't watch that. And I generally don't watch those other teams other than the Eagles every single game, unless it's a big game. So in the past 11 years, the Phillies have not had a big game because they've sucked. But now they somehow won the first – they swept the first series of their of their playoff matchup. So I'm now in a period where I can't keep up with my sports watching, even with DVR. And it's legitimately stressing me out. I have a Phillies game at 1 tomorrow, okay? Then this is in addition to – my exercise, writing, podcasting, stand-up, all this, like, my my relationship, you know, all this other shit. Um, and I'm just stressed. I can't keep up. So tomorrow I have a 1 p.m. Phillies game. I have a 3 p.m. FC Porto Champions League game. Then I'm going on a ghost tour at 6. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just realized I outlined the schedule of a child. I have a I have a ball pit to be in at 11 a.m. and if I'm not if I'm not in that ball pit, they're draining it. 
They're going to drain the balls out, and then it's just going to be a pit. And you know what happens when, when it's just a pit, right? They get filled with snakes or some sort of ridiculous beast like a like an extraterrestrial that's blind like it can't see because its eyes are so used to the dark that's what goes in a pit all right everybody i hope this podcast wasn't the pits (laughs) Uh, i really appreciate you all listening um this has been another episode of like sakes for god's sakes come see those live dates i'm gonna put them on my website soon and i appreciate you uh patrons thanks again for the low tea and I will, we'll be doing another one very, very soon. Patreon.com slash Blake Wexler. And I hope you all enjoy your weeks. Good night and good luck.